Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Lee Doming. Lee is an entrepreneur, author, international speaker, pastor, and founder of Kingdom Builders U.S., He is the legacy pastor at Church of the Highlands in Birmingham, Alabama. He's passionate about equipping church and marketplace leaders to make what he calls an eternal return on investment. Tune in as we hear Lee talk about his most recent book, Stay in Your Lane, as well as share wisdom regarding ministry, leadership, and leaving a legacy of kingdom impact. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Avail podcast, where we get into the art of leadership. That's our heart here at Avail. We want to empower leaders by bringing resources that are relevant and practical and helpful along your leadership journey, whether that's ministry, marketplace, whether you're a pastor, you know, a leader in the church or a leader in the community, we want to empower you and encourage you. Once again, we have, we just have some top level leaders, top level pastors that come on board with us on this journey that is Avail. And I am excited to have Pastor Lee Doming with us. Pastor Lee is one of the pastors on staff at Church of the Highlands. And he just had, he has a sweet spot of where God has called him for ministry, for the kingdom. Pastor Lee, I'm so excited to get into this conversation with you. How are you feeling today? Virgil, it's so uh, just awesome to be with you. I've been looking forward to this and I've just I've watched Avail uh, from afar and just really admired the work that you guys are doing and the great content and really how you're resourcing so many different people. And so it's an honor to be with you today. It's a blessing on behalf of Dr. Sam Chan and the whole team at Avail. Uh, thank you for taking some time, Pastor Lee. I know that this conversation is gonna is gonna bless and help a lot of pastors and a lot of ministry leaders out there. It's it's gonna be a, and a lot of business people that are out there that that might not have made a. Sp- connection about their role in the kingdom. Before we get into the into the meat of the conversation, Pastor Lee, can you just share a little bit about yourself so those who are getting to know you can understand a little bit about who you are? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a Cajun, been born and raised in Louisiana and, uh, you know, grew up there and uh, been married to my wife, Laura, now for 32 years. And we've got five kids, four boys and one girl. And we actually have our sixth grandbaby. Woohoo! on the way. And uh, so love being a grandparent is a great season of life. Um, You know, had been in business, Virgil, for over three decades Mm. and built several businesses ranging from financial technology to healthcare to some real estate, oil and gas, aviation. So very entrepreneurial, Um, Mm. but always had kind of this uh, in my heart to do something great for God and never saw really how my business fit into that. And I'll get into some of that later in my journey. But, you know, um, came to Christ at a young age and kind of fell away from that in my college years and high school years. And and then really, really rededicated my life to Christ uh, in my 30s. And God has just done some amazing things. And and I'm 57 now. So at 50 years old, uh, I actually spoke at Highlands and my wife and I fell in love with it. So we moved from Louisiana to what we call Birmingham, uh, Alabama, <laughs> and uh, seven years ago, and just to volunteer and serve on the team with Pastor Chris Hodges. And, you know, he's such a fantastic leader with an incredible vision. But uh, to be able to serve there and just volunteer and help them build really a generosity team and 
what they call legacy team or kingdom builders. And so um, over the last seven years, I've kind of pent my ears back and just really found the sweet spot, kind of my lane to run in. Mm. And so there's nothing like being where God's called you to. And uh, so we're having a blast. And I serve in that capacity as as legacy pastor. So I've sold most of my businesses. Um, I still have some interest in certain businesses, but primarily it's really just all about really advancing the kingdom of God through the church. Wow. That's that. This is awesome. I, I think that your voice is a much needed voice in this season and generation and this culture. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, by the way, everybody, uh, as you're, as you're leaning in this conversation, we're going to touch on Pastor Lee Doming's new book, Stay in Your Lane, his most recent book. Also, we're going to talk a little bit about the relationship between pastors and and, and business people in the ch- within their churches. Uh, and then we'll talk a little bit uh, King, Kingdom Builders, which supports that, and what Grow Leader does. We're going to talk a little bit about Grow Leader. But, but I'll just say this, Pastor Lee, just on behalf of, 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 of myself, my family, my wife, Jocelyn, our church, Vertical Church, we're part of the Grow Leader Network. We're part of uh, the ARC tribe. Uh, we're just so blessed by all the things that you guys do. So um, we, we, we're so thankful for your life. All right, let's talk about about stay in your lane. This is your most recent book, Pastor Lee, and stay in the, can you share with us kind of the heart behind stay in your lane? You know, stay, God's given everyone the divine lane to run their race. As I said earlier, the best place to be is where God has called you. Yeah. The thing about your God-given lane is it's very unique to you. And so many times we look at other people's lanes and whether we get envy or comparison or we get offended and Really, that uh, something like that gets us kind of a, on a wrong exit, and we never fulfill what God's created us to do. Mm. And so being in your lane, it's really more about the why than even the what. And so you got to understand really what God's created you to do. Colossians 1.16 says we're created by God mm. for God. Most people really believe that God's created them, but do you know that you're created for, for. him? And a God-given lane really is the place people ask me a lot. They say, you know, um, how do you know when you're in your lane? Or what's, why is it so important to identify that lane? And it's really because your purpose is found there. And your passion is found there. I call it the five Ps. So it's your purpose, your passion, it's your provision, it's your protection, and it's also your pace. Because everyone operates differently. Yeah. And to find those five P's really as a believer, so many people are looking in so many different places in business. You know, my life was just, I wanted to create a, have success till I could have a balance sheet that I could have financial independence and then maybe do something great for God. But God wants us in our divine lane so that we can have everything we need to simply fulfill what he's created us to do. And so, um, I came up with that whole concept. Really, it's about uh, it's a, it's an infinite game, as Simon Sinek talks about in his book. It's really mm. going down a road to find infinite fulfillment. And God's created us for infinite fulfillment. But you've got to know the lane. You've got to identify it. And you need to focus on that lane. You know, you can only you can only catch one rabbit at a time. And so many times people are chasing too many rabbits and you never catch more than one rabbit. And so I think it's it's intentional focus. I think having your lane or staying your lanes about not only identifying it, but how to stay intentional in the lifestyle so that you maximize all that God's called for you. 
Yes, good. I, you know, I have a I have a question. Um, maybe from your experience, or or maybe as you've been helping and and you know walking others through things like through this concept, have you found people that think they're in their right lane, <laughs> yeah. but but aren't right? What what happens when when you know you're convinced this is my lane, but maybe it's not. Right. Well, I think one thing that we've learned over the last two years is crisis introduces you to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to think about it a second. Crisis really can start revealing who you really are. And I think a lot of people were chasing certain things and they found out because it really it crisis also determines, though, if your values <clears throat> right. are aspirational or are they actual values. Mm. And so what's happened is, is it really shows us, do we really believe what we've been teaching or what we've been living? Is it really hit home? Because we get exposed and during a crisis. And I think what's happened is, is a lot of people figured out what they've been chasing is not bringing them fulfillment. I think pastors have vision and, you know, for different things, but business people, you know what they're longing for? The ones that I talk to, they're longing for fulfillment. Wow. They're trying to find whatever this thing is. You know, I was the guy that sat in church hmm. that I was the one of the largest, not the largest giver in our church in Louisiana. Hmm. But I sat in that church checking boxes. I'm here. I give. I'm in a small group. I even go to an occasional missions trip. Check, check, check. But I was still unfulfilled. Wow. And I'd ask myself this question. Lord, if this is all there is, why am I even doing this? Because there's something that's missing. And the missing component is I wasn't fulfilling what he created me to do. Hmm. And so when he started dealing with me and showing me kind of the relationship between a pastor and a business person and how God's designed them not to compete against <laughs> one another, but to complete each other, everything started to change because that was my lane. And you see, so you know you're in your lane when there's fulfillment. There can be fear. There can still be a little bit of anxiety. Sure. But you know you're in your lane when you start <clears throat> being fulfilled. There's, a, there's something that happens. And then there's a grace that actually comes on what you're doing that only God can provide. And you see, and so my value system doesn't need to be aspirational. There need to be actual values that I really believe in. And when you're in your lane, you can build those out. You know, your lane's never a straight line too, by the way. It's <laughs> never going to be from A to B. I was all over the place. I mean, it was like a curvy road that you're going under because it's never a straight line. So don't, so what's the principle? Don't despise the detour. Okay. As, a, as a, you're in your lane and the thing about it is if you get offended and you get outside your lane or something happens that it could be a, a, a life event or an obstacle, Man, be relentless. Don't give up. Because I think if you don't give up, you win. And choose to forgive and choose to be unoffendable. One of my mm. friends in Australia, a business guy, he goes, you know, he goes, being a builder of the kingdom or being a kingdom builder, you got to be unoffendable. <laughs> and I think we sabotage our lives when we take the bait of offense. And I think that's one of the number one things that keeps people out of their lane. That's good. Um, you, you were mentioning right now that relationship between pastors and business people. I want to go there, but but right before that, um, I really think that your book is is key. Stay in your lane. 
you know, who would you encourage to say this person should have this book? How would you encourage leaders and pastors out there to say, hey, this could be a small group? I mean, has is that the kind of feel for it? Yeah. You know, what's really happening, what was interesting when we launched the book, we actually <clears throat> launched it at a conference. It was at our conference and um, it had an amazing launch thing. But what's happened is his churches now are getting it for their business people. Wow. Because it really emulates both the lane of where a pastor should be and even church staff, as well as the marketplace person, because the two's destiny are actually tied. Wow. And so what we're seeing is that it reaches even the marketplace person, maybe that they're not at the place spiritually that they need to be. Maybe Mm -hmm. their relationship, they're not a mature Christian or they are a very mature Christian. I think it speaks to both pastors and business people, no matter at what stage. And it gives you the ability to on-ramp in a very clear way. It's really a roadmap that you can identify your lane, get in your lane, and most importantly, stay in your lane and help others get in their lane. Because part of being in your lane is God's always going to be focused on others. You and I gave, you know, we both came to Christ. But what do we spend the rest of our life doing? Helping others experience the same thing. And so it's always your lane, your God-given lane is always going to be tied to say it this way. When crisis comes, followers up their narrative. But leaders up their service to people. Wow. And so when you're in your lane, you're up in your you're not up in your narrative. You're up and you want to make a difference. You want to give away. And you and I have talked about this before. You Mm -hmm. want to give away what you've learned and what you've lived. So your lane is about you, but it's also about others. And it's impactful when you give your life away because it has exponential impact and exponential fulfillment. That's huge. You know, um, going on almost almost eight years now, the first time that I went to a grow, you know, and and connect them. One of the things that I admire about you, Pastor Lee, and about about. Uh, Church of the Highlands, is your willingness to share with other leaders and pastors the blessings that have worked, the the ideas and the strategies. And so it, it, there's something that you that you found together, you know, and, and Pastor Chris, you guys found this key or, or maybe like a missing link because there's always been business people in the church. There's always been a pastor in the church, but there all there hasn't always been clear communication, right? There are, there hasn't always been a, a clear connection of hey, we're we're connected. God has has us here, and if we actually make this connection happen, we can move the kingdom forward. Can you talk a little bit about that? You know, business people, most business people in a church, they're on the team, but they don't know the position in which they're going to play. Hmm. And it's not real clear for them because in in most churches, we have a box that we want to fit them in. Get in a small group. (laughs) Do this, do this, do this. But their ministry and what they're truly gifted at is actually Monday through Friday in the business world. Hmm. So why don't we affirm them? This is super important. If you're a pastor listening right now, you need to get this. This is the missing component in your world is you have business people that are going to solve your ability to not only fund the vision, but accelerate vision. Wow. But you've got to, you got to create an ecosystem for them to plug and play at the speed of their world, not the demands of your church project. Wow. And so how you do that is really 
really, we created a team. You know, God's called everybody to be a worshiper, but some people have a gift for it. God's called everyone to be generous, but some people have a gift for it. So Romans 12, 6 through 8, talks about spiritual gifts, and one of them is a spiritual gift of generosity. It's a giving. Do we have a team? Or do we just have big givers that we want to do a fundraising thing for or some gimmick or some way to get them to give more? How about helping them fulfill what God's created them to do? So so all we did, whether you name it kingdom builders or legacy team or vision partners or legacy builders, don't get caught up in that. But create a team for your people to self-identify. A lot of people go, you know, they've implemented growth track. So to, you know, know God, find freedom, discover purpose and make a difference. Well, do you have the ability for your business person who can't serve on a team during church? But do you have a place for them to serve? And so create a team for them to do this. You want to affirm them, pastor, in their calling. And their calling is to kick tail in the marketplace (laughs) Monday through Friday and create wealth to fund the vision and accelerate the vision because your destiny is tied to them and their destiny is tied to you. And if God's created us to basically come together and not compete, but to complete each other, your true fulfillment and your lane. So business person, if you're listening and you've got the gift to make money and, and you've got this entrepreneurial side of you or you work for a company, I don't care if you own 50 Chick-fil-A's or you're frying that waffle fry at Chick-fil-A. God can use you simply by you getting in your lane and using that business gift to create wealth, to accelerate vision and impact. You know, I, tr- I truly believe the local church is a kingdom mutual fund. I think you invest in a local church and it impacts all these different areas in one spot. You know, mutual fund is a diversified investment for risk tolerances and there's reasons for it. Well, local church invest in projects, real estate, so they can reach people. They mm. invest in next generation, education, leadership. In, um, they also invest in local, national, and global outreach and missions initiatives. So you can invest in one, and it impacts all of this. The challenge is, is you need to learn to communicate like a business person needs to, to be able to understand it. And that's where I think a lot of times there's a disconnect mm-hmm. because we've got this box of the local church that we want business people to fit in and we've not released them in their calling, which is Monday through Friday. I wonder, Pastor Lee, how many business people, men and women, are sitting in our churches today that have not understood this, that have not, or have not been taught this or have not been given an opportunity because maybe we haven't presented. I, I want, have you ever thought about that? <laughs> Yes, and I think I'll answer it with this fact. 67% of all giving by Christians is done outside the church. Wow. That's a huge number. I even did another stat in a research when I, uh, when I, did, uh, when I wrote a book called Pearls of the King. If, what was it? It was if 75% of believers who claim to be Christians in the United States would actually tithe it was nearly $500 billion a year that could be funded for the kingdom. That's not even everyone tithing. That's just 75%. So it's not a resource issue. 
It's not many times, it's not a visions issue. What it is, I think, is a communication gap and a communication issue. And business people don't know the position. They're on Team Jesus. They're on Team Christian. They're on Team Local Church, but they don't know where to play. So you know what they do? They back away and they dissipate. Business person is never going to tell you they don't understand, but they will speak by what they give and where they give, and they speak by their feet, whether they're going to be involved in it. So let's set them up an ecosystem to Mm. be able to flourish in their gift Monday through Friday. And when we implemented this at Highlands, not only did our giving exponentially go through the roof, we had never had a seven-figure gift in the history of our, our church. Wow. And we started getting several after that because we started communicating the entire vision. See, if you're a pastor, don't just communicate what you think people can hear and handle. Communicate the entire vision of what God's told you to. Mm. And watch God speak to people in ways that he can speak to. Because the most powerful giving, get this, the most powerful giving on the planet is spirit-led giving. Not being wow. sold, but spirit-led giving. Whew. <laughs> I love this. I love this. I think I think some some pastors are leading it a little bit stronger now than they were at the beginning, Pastor Lee. Okay, so here's here's a question I have for you, kind of on your journey. What what clicked, and when did it click, and and why did it click when it happened for you? Because obviously, this what you, you didn't always understand it this way. What happened? How did it happen? And how can we pray for that to happen in our churches? Yeah, that's a great great question. You know, my journey is one of uh, there was a time where I had missed, I think, three weeks of church. I was trying to close a, a, a big bank. We, I had a, a financial tech company, and it was going to change the trajectory <laughs> of our whole company and, and my life, really. And I was working on closing that deal, and it took a lot of time. And I remember coming back to church that fourth week, and I'd missed men's night and some other things, and I was avoiding my pastor. I was actually hiding from him in the foyer and avoiding him. And we were good friends. And he, he approached me kind of on a beeline came to me. And he's like, man, why are you avoiding me? And I'm like, what you been up to, man? And I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. You know, I was feeling guilty. And uh, he said, what were you doing? I said, I'm trying to close this deal and it's going to change our company. And he stopped me. He goes, Lee, he goes, are you kidding me? He goes, and this set me free. Don't you know, that you can do more closing that deal for our church than you ever could do coming to my men's night. He goes, my brother, you need to be free. He goes, don't you know that like, it's a holy calling what you do out in the marketplace. Mm. He goes, I can set vision, but you set the pace. (laughs) And so it changed my life that day where he released me. So pastor, you need to release your business people in the area gifted, which is in the marketplace. So affirm them that their calling in the marketplace is valuable. Matter of fact, it's equally as valuable as the calling on your life as a senior pastor. Wow. And when we understand that these two worlds come together, and matter of fact, I'll say it this way, a guy that prays for me every day and intercedes for me and has for 25 years, he's a medical physician and just an intercessor. Yeah. And uh, he said, Lee, he goes, to the degree a pastor honors the gift in a business person and the degree that the business person honors the gift in the pastor, 
is a degree of favor on God's endeavors on from God on their endeavors wow. together. And that's been so true because God wants what's it, what's what God want from us? He wants us fulfilling what he's created us to do because we're created by God for God. So as we as if you're a pastor, affirm that business person in their calling. It's going to do something inside of them that does two things. It's going to release them from guilt that they're feeling right now because they can't fit in everything that the church is doing. But it's also going to ignite something in them that what they're doing now really matters. So the way they run their business is going to change. It's going to get better. The way they lead their people is going to get better. The way that they have their strategic giving set up is going to be more intentional. And as you set vision, they're going to be planning like they would an investment in a business to be able to invest in the kingdom that not only provides a return on investment. As you know, my my favorite coin phrase is E-R-O-I. It's an eternal return on investment. And that's what the church provides. So we not only deal with the physical needs, but we deal with the spiritual. Why would we withhold the greatest gift of all, which is salvation through Jesus Christ, just to feed someone? So feed them, but do it in Jesus name. And that's what the church does best. I love that. So, so obviously business people know ROI, return on investment. Can you just um, um, define EROI and, and how, how, uh, what make, why it's different when we, when we invest in the kingdom? Yeah. Well, ERI stands for eternal return on investment. And so there was a question asked and it was actually Pastor Chris, my pastor. He wrecked my whole philanthropic model. My wife and I are very generous and we love being generous. And we had all these different things that we were giving to. And and I remember Pastor Chris having a conversation with me. He says, Lee, I know you're a generous guy. And he goes, but I have a question for you. And I'm like, yeah, Pastor, shoot. Yeah, go ahead. Ask, ask away. He says, is what you're giving to going to show up in heaven? Ah. And I'm like, why do you have to ask me that? He goes, I was like, what do you mean by that? He says, well, you can rescue thousands of girls out of the sex trade. That's noble. That's a good thing. But if none of them come to Christ, we lose. Hmm. We did something for a moment, but did it show up in heaven? And then he took me on this biblical journey of, he says, you know, in Revelation twenty two twelve, 12, Jesus says, lo, I'm returning. I'm bringing my rewards back with me to pay you back for what you did. Hmm. And what he's talking about, some people call it the judgment seat of Christ. I don't like that language and term. I think it's the reward ceremony because that's really uh-huh. what it is. And it's the second moment that we get. So the first moment we get is, do you know Jesus and do you get to go to heaven? And once you pass that moment, there's a second moment. Nobody ever told me this. And so I'm like, it's the, it's a reward ceremony to where all what you've been given and all what you did, it's going to be tested by fire. And watch this. I think it's second Corinthians three and what survives the test you'll be rewarded for rewards. I'm like, okay, so what do you mean by that? Survive the test. Well, what survives? That's the question you got to ask. Well, the only thing survives is what shows up in heaven. So that means the only things that survive are the things that are done in Jesus' name. And that changed my whole model. Not that I st- I, I, I'll give to certain things that are noble. You want to give to a hospital. You want to give to a, mm-hmm. something doing great work. And 
and it may be somewhat secular in nature, man, that's great. But just know that the rewards are only going to be for the things. So, for example, if I gave a million dollars to a college for a business school and I got my name on a wall somewhere or it's the Lee and Laura Domang School of Business, that's my reward. I'm, that's not going to show up in heaven. It's noble and it's great to help people today. Mm-hmm. But if I rescue girls out of the sex trade, which my wife and I are heavily involved in that, and they come to Christ, man, mm-hmm. that's going to show up in heaven. So the local church really is God's institution that brings an eternal return on investment, the EROI. Whether you're an innovator in ministry, business, or your community, Avail Plus is designed to take you to the next level. What is Avail Plus? It's an exclusive leadership resource that offers access to brand new premium resources like books, study guides, and masterclasses. It's a chance to connect with other leaders on live calls and classes. It's early access to materials no one else has held in their hands. It's the catalyst to your next season of growth as a leader. To find out more about how you can become a member of Avail Plus, head over to theartofleadership.com forward slash Avail dash plus. We got to start adding that on to all of our financial reports and all of our uh, <laughs> month there. What, where's the EROI? I love that. And it's the people impact. It's the <laughs> yeah. salvations that happen at vertical. It's the impact when your outreach yeah. happens. It's reaching people out in the community and being hands and feet of Jesus, but then bringing the gospel at some moment. Yeah, so good, so good. Now, now I know when I first, when I, when you first unpacked this idea, uh, when I was at a conference, you, you know, years ago, when I first heard about it, I thought in my, in my, in my, in my mind, I thought, this is so good. right. This is this is it. But then there was a reality of how do I do that? How would I, where would I even begin? How, how does a pastor or a, or even a business person who goes to a church and says, this is huge. How, how, where do they start? And I think that's where Kingdom Builders comes in, no? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, <clears throat> I started uh, Kingdom Builders in, honestly, it was around 2001, was living it and doing it, but didn't really have a name for it. And uh, in 2007, had launched Kingdom Builders and just as a way to help pastors and business people come together and really became somewhat of a translator. I had pastor friends and I've always had favor with pastors because I really have a genuine love for pastors and mm-hmm. uh, because what they do is is very difficult and uh, it's 24-7. You know, they have to compartmentalize going into one second, it's a death, then it's a, a birth, then it's a wedding, then it's a funeral, then it's a addiction then it's all these different things and then running the church, you know, as well and preparing for messages, which come every single week, (laughs) as as you know. So what's happened is, is, you know, Kingdom Builders is simply a ministry to help churches create that ecosystem. And we Mm -hmm. do it with a strategic plan, Um, something that's that I'll announce uh, that's coming out uh, actually next week. And uh, it's not been announced yet. But what I've been doing is I've helped hundreds of churches and now even thousands through Grow Leader. But in helping churches, it's not a scalable model because I can only personally go to so many churches and help them uh, develop a strategic plan and then walk with them for 12 months on how to not only launch the team, but sustain it. Mm -hmm. 
So what we came up with is actually my son Harrison's idea. He goes, Dad, you want to help hundreds of thousands of churches? He goes, let's create a virtual, what we call KB intensive. And so what I did, like when I did an on-site for Vertical, and you come in and you spend three or four hours, and as you know, it's a lot of information. Yep. And so what we did is I recorded all of that into different sessions. Hmm. And so someone can come uh, starting next week, they can go to Kingdom Builders website, and it is me coming to them, but watching the different videos. And then once they complete all the videos with their team, with breaks, and it has a great rhythm to it, and it's very detailed instruction, they can download a complete strategic plan. And as you know, when you got that from me, it's very comprehensive. It's mm -hmm. a lot of information, but it's every template they're going to need. How do I communicate? How many events do I do? What does it look like? How do I identify who needs to be in the room? And so we amassed that and the team's done a great job. And so that's going to be a way to really replicate it. I'm still doing the one-on-ones with, uh, with churches, but that's very limited. This yeah. is going to be able to take that resource and impact churches all over the world and uh, and not be limited just to me. Because it's never about you as, as a person. It's really about giving away what you've learned and what you've lived, and it'll have exponential impact. That's great news. Uh, pastor, if you're listening right now, leader, business person, if you're, if you're listening right now and you love your church and you love your people, and this doesn't currently exist in the in the ecosystem of your church, something like a or if, you've done, or if you're doing it and it's not effective, you're right. struggling. Yeah. With it. Exactly. This is a great, great place to, to, to get your feet wet, to send your pastor to. Uh, pastor Lee, what's the, what's the best? Is it, a, is it a website? What's the best way to get there? Yeah, they can get whether it's, you know, they can go to Amazon to get books and stuff like that. But stay in your lane. Pearls of the King. We also do uh -huh. the family meeting guide. All those resources are on kingdombuilders.us. So kingdombuilders.us. Um, and starting next week, you'll be able to download and get the KB intensive so that you can not only develop your team, but sustain your team as well. And we're super excited about that. But all resources kingdombuilders.us. Yeah, kingdombuilders.us. Uh, it's going to really help you whether, whether you don't have anything yet and you need somewhere to, to just figure out how to start or whether you have something like the pastor Lee said, and it's not giving the right results. Come on, connect with Kingdom Builders by going to kingdombuilders.us. All right. I want to, I want to take, take the last leg of the race here. The last, the, uh, um, portion of this conversation, Pastor Lee, to talk about uh, Grow Leader. You know, you lead Grow Leader, uh, which is just an extraordinary blessing to so, I mean, thousands of churches, not only in the States, but worldwide. Um, talk to us a little bit about Grow Leader, what's happening and what are you excited about? Well, Gr Grow first started as, it started out of Church of the Highlands as Grow, uh, and it really is the vision of Pastor Chris Hodges. And he, in his heart, and this is what I love about our pastor. I love a lot of things about him, but he's so intentional in helping others. He's so intentional in giving his life away to help churches. And so, yes, he pastors a great church, and but his focus is on building the big C church. Mm -hmm. And so his heart was to help a thousand churches break the thousand barrier by giving away resources that we had at Church of the Highlands, so systems and different things that we use at Church of the Highlands to help churches simply grow. 
Well, over the last 10 years, that has grown exponentially. There's over 16,101 churches as of today. Wow. And over 1.5 million downloads of resources every month. Um, And so what we decided to do, pastor said, you know what, let's take, take grow on the road. So we formed what is now grow leader and grow leader really is the areas of his, really his wheelhouse of leadership systems, um, whether it's governance, whether it's the different hot buttons that you need, whether it's church finances, whether it's developing a kingdom builder or legacy team. And that's where my part I'm overseeing and leading it. Um, you know, I've spent a lot of time as CEO of different organizations. And so I'm just really honored that pastor asked me to join him in grow leader. And so we want to reach there's 310,000 churches in America Hmm. alone. And so we want to reach churches, resourcing them, still providing the Highlands resources totally free. But if a church is in need of, you know, one-on-one help, if they're in need of, man, I want to get around and develop community with other pastors and come to a round table like you guys have been to. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if they want to come to conference, if they want to, you know, join us for a monthly mentoring call, which is going to launch. This is another secret that I just actually let the cat out the bag. But we're going to have a monthly mentoring call with Pastor Chris that's going to start in February that people can join in and just get resourced and grow. What pastors need now more than ever is community. They need solid systems and they need someone to help them along the way in the journey. And so Grow Leader really is about equipping and providing them with the resources that they need to not only grow their church, but their own personal life and make sure that they're healthy and they're going to be in the game for a long time and finish strong. That's awesome. If there's a pastor, church leader who's interested, you know, do you have to do you have to be a part of something? You know, how, how you know, what is there any specific requirements to be part of Grow Leader? No, we, if you're a church, we ask you go to Grow Leader. Um, go to growleader.com, and there's plenty of information and resources there for your next steps. If you want to go to, there's also a button on the Grow Leader site to take you over to the Highlands resources where you can sign up for that. And all of that's absolutely at no cost whatsoever. And, uh, and then there's plenty of other opportunities for you to get plugged in, resourced and connected on the growleader.com uh, website. Love this. Pastor Lee, this, this conversation has been extremely uh, insightful and also encouraging. I think, I think sometimes uh, we don't see all the potential, but when we have voices like your voice that can speak into, hey, there's possibilities, there's opportunities, there's so much more than what we currently see or we're currently experiencing that, that builds our faith. So I, you know, I just want to say thank you for helping build our faith uh, in this conversation today. It really is exciting. I I wanted to see if I could just ask you a a couple just unscripted, just, just kind of quick answer questions. Are you, are you game? Hit me with it, brother. All right. All right. So here's the first question. Uh, What makes you laugh as a leader? As what makes you laugh? What throws you up? into laughing my grandkids my grandkids make me laugh uh they can turn me from a bad day to a good day on a dime um i love more than anything when i see people fulfilling what god's created them to do i get giddy when a pastor and a business person get it because the impact 
is going to be. I mean, there are billions of dollars being funded to the kingdom because of what we're doing. I could never write a two billion dollar check personally, but I am. And so through people by giving away your life. Right. right? So I laugh by seeing honestly, it brings me joy. But if you want to get the belly roll laugh out of me, it's going to be over. Look, I love telling jokes, Boudreaux and Thibodeau jokes, Cajun (laughs) jokes. Um, I think church shouldn't be endured. I think we should be. I think we should be the funniest, most hilarious people. We should be (laughs) laughing all the time. And so I love to cut up. And I a lot of people say, "Look, it's kind of serious and intense." And if you really know me, we get around and we break bread together. We gonna laugh and we gonna as we (laughs) Cajun say, we gonna pass a good time. I like. I was. I was about to ask you if you if you if you want to share a, a joke with us right now. I don't know. I don't know if I was putting you on the spot right now. No, nah, you can tell. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a quick. Boudreaux. Right, I'll tell you a quick one. You know, Boudreaux. Boudreaux. He went to the counter one day and he said, "I need a cheeseburger, French fries, and a coke." And the lady looked at him and said, "She said what? I need a cheeseburger, French fries, and a coke." That lady looked at him, just kind of amazed, going, "What? What are you talking about?" He leaned in. He goes. I need a cheeseburger, french fries, and a Coke. And that lady looked at him and said, sir, you're in a library. And old Boudreaux, Boudreaux looked at her. He goes, oh, my baby, I'm so sorry. I need a cheeseburger. Boudreaux, <laughs> <laughs> like, you around Boudreaux and Cajuns, you're not going to learn anything, but you're going to laugh. I hope That's you. right. Have a good time. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. That's, I think that's the first time on an avail podcast that I've had somebody tell a Boudreaux joke or a cage. I love it. I love it. That something new every time on avail. Uh, here's another. Here's another quick question, Pastor Lee. Here's another quick question. Um, young leaders, what, what what what's important that you think right now young leaders need to know or yeah, learn? I think everyone needs an upstream and everyone needs a downstream, and you have to find your upstream. Your upstream's not going to come to you, but it's the only place you can gain wisdom from. Mm-hmm. So. Avail podcast, resources by Dr. Sam Chan, Mm -hmm. um, different products that are out there. Who is your upstream? You don't have to know them personally, but Mm. you do need to have an upstream where you physically know that person. And you look for someone whose life fully is worth emulating, not just business success. How's their marriage? What are their kids like? You want the whole package. You find someone like that, you go after them and you pursue them in relationship. That's an upstream. But then for you to be healthy, young person, you've got to have your own downstream where you're giving your life away because that's going to bring you fulfillment. So you have to have an upstream to gain wisdom and then a downstream to give that wisdom away. I'd also say to a young pastor who's sitting there going, you know, uh, wanting to kind of connect and, and with his business people, help them become rich where they're poor. Hmm. They're poor in an area. Step one for you, do a small group, get four or five of your key business leaders and get to know them. Don't ask anything of them. Start pouring into them. What can you pray for them for? Start praying for them daily, helping them because something's going to happen with their kids, with their business, with their health. There's going to be marriage. There's going to be some dynamic that happens and you're going to have created equity in those relationships that are solidified and they're going to want to advance the kingdom with you. So that's what I, you know, that's a couple of thoughts for a young person. Oh, I love it. That's gold, everybody. That's leadership gold, everybody. Man, this has been so good. I, I, I want to mention uh, real quick as we're closing off, 
kingdombuilders.us to get more information on how to get uh, an ecosystem between the pastors and the business people in the church. Also, growleader.com to get resources to help you with the systems of church in the areas that are important for a church to thrive and be healthy. Uh, Pastor Lee Doming is involved and connected to all these resources, kingdombuilders.us, growleader.com. I will mention the Avail Journal. This is just a resource. It's always a blessing. Uh, Just getting leadership resources that are going to challenge you. You know, Pastor Lee mentioned about having an upstream, right? Having resources, right? Pastor Lee, having magazines, having books. When, y'all, I got it. when I first got my first copy of Avail, let, let me say something, give you guys, honestly, it's, and I'm a pretty candid guy and uh, I don't say things flippantly, but the excellence in what y'all produced is, was awesome. Come on. And I think excellence as a believer is lacking in the body of Christ. Yes. And so I think we need to change that in television. And I think we need to change that in how we produce media. Yeah. And so Avail is, uh, is, is leading the way with a lot of the resources. So I was thoroughly impressed. So kudos and great Ooh. job for you guys and the team. Thank you so much for that. Um, I want to just leave a last nugget, last nugget on people's hearts. This has been full of golden nuggets for leadership. And uh, last thought, just from your heart to, to leaders, Pastor Lee, one last final comment that you can leave on their hearts. I would say this. <clears throat> I would say, number one, God chose you to be in this moment, in this hour. Mm. Acts seventeen twenty six says that, I'll read it. I wrote it down. It says, from one man, Adam, he made every man and woman in every race of humanity. And mm. he spread us over the whole earth he sets boundaries of people and nations determining their appointed times in history. God chose you and I to be in this moment. So if he chose you and I to be in this moment, that means he's given us everything we need to be the response. But we need to be a people who are taking action, mm. not a people who are shrinking back and settling. Don't see your lane as a limitation. Come on. See it as an invitation. <laughs> to an open wide spanse of creativity that's been given to you by your own creator. So let's get in your lane and stay in your lane because God chose you to be in this moment and he chose me to be in this moment. So let's make the most of it in Jesus name. Come on, let's do it. everybody! I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let's do this. Uh, Pastor Lee, on behalf of our whole Avail team, on behalf of, of Sam Chan, Martine Van Tilburg, we just want to say thank you for the, for the generosity of your time spending with us and also uh, for all that you guys do uh, to invest in the kingdom. You're making such a difference. I'm a living testimony and, I, and, I, and I, I'm a living witness to this. Uh, thankful for you. We honor you. And we honor the calling on your life and the legacy that you're building. Thank you, my brother. God bless you. Love you guys a ton. Keep changing the world. Hey, everybody. I hope you've been uh, blessed by this conversation. What an awesome conversation. Talking about staying in your lane. Talking about building the uh, kingdom building and legacy building. Talking about growing what God has placed in our hands. Uh, what an awesome conversation with Pastor Lee. That's what we do here at the Avail Podcast. We we, we do podcasts. We produce leadership resources. They're going to help you grow. That They're relevant. That they're practical. And they're going to actually help you in leading your ministry or organization. So we'll catch you next time right here on the Avail Podcast. 
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail Podcast. We hope you've been equipped by this conversation with Lee Domain. Remember, you can connect with Lee on social media and also by going to kingdombuilders.us as well as growleader.com. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com. And make sure to claim your free annual subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. As always, I'm your Avail Media host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Podcast.